Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson. Thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. What do you get when you combine personalized nutrition with probiotics? A custom probiotic tailored and formulated to your unique microflora. Here to tell us more about how his company is rethinking gut health is Sunny Jane, CEO and founder of Sun Genomics. Welcome to the NutraCast, Sunny. Thank you for having me, Danielle. Excited to chat more today about gut health and its importance to your overall health. Yeah, definitely. So let's start by tackling critics of probiotics. They've been called useless and really been under attack, I would say, in recent years. Um, But say if you're not using the right strain, then yeah, probiotics might not do anything for you. So what would you say consumers need to know? Yeah, it's a great question. The industry has gone through a boom, I would say. There's been an explosion in, in probiotic choices and options. Uh, in fact, that's where uh, my journey started with Sun Genomics. I was looking for a solution for my son, and I uh, was recommended by the doctor to go pick up a probiotic from the store. And when you get to the probiotic aisle, it is really overwhelming. I call it the probiotic wall of confusion. You're trying to decide between this you know, one product that's telling you it's good for babies and it's got one strain, and this other product right next to it is good for babies and it's got five strains. And so they're both marketing the same message, but they're having different contents. And then the strains are not common language and names that we use in every day. And I have a microbiology background, so I was fortunate enough to be able to understand, okay, that's bifidobacteria animalis, that's bifidobacteria infantis. Okay, those are two different probiotic strains, meaning they are two different species. And, and to, to put that into context, you know, we're, we're human species, right? Uh, if, if we imagine a different mammal, that's a different species. And so we have different needs. We have different biological processes. We, um, and, and organisms, including microbes, have the same difference. There are differences in their genetics. There's differences in their biological processes. And hence, differences to what you will benefit from those particular strains. And so you have to really dive into that difference and that's not on the bottle. Uh, So we found that that to be extremely challenging and led to a lot of consumer confusion. And so that's that's where, yeah, I I think people are right when they're messaging that probiotics don't work. We wholeheartedly agree because the way it's presented, it doesn't work. You really have to understand your internal gut biology and all the microbes that are actually present inside of your intestinal tract. And then from there, match that to the organisms that would benefit you in particular, because every individual is going to be unique from their gut microbiome perspective. That's where things start to show efficacy. And that's where things start to work. I mean, imagine matching yourself to a product A through Z, and you need product A, and you're just going to the store and you close your eyes and you're hoping you pick product A. Uh, when you reach for the shelf. It's like throwing darts uh, blindfolded at a dartboard. So we we wanted to create the transparency of that information and give people and empower people with the data of their own microbiome and then actually use computers and softwares and things like that, algorithms, to actually select the right strains that would benefit them. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's intimidating, it's confusing, and unless maybe you have a microbiology degree like yourself, probably not going to find the right strain unless you get a little help. So I know Sun Genomics, you guys do something a little bit differently than other probiotic companies. Uh, Tell me how the gut health test process works. It's pretty simple, actually. uh, Go online to sungenomics.com. You can um, place an order for uh, Flore uh, Precision Probiotics, which is our gut health test partnered with the custom precision probiotics that you'll receive afterwards. So we'll ship you the gut health collection kit. Uh, you'll collect a, what we call a micro stool sample, so not much. And you package that up in a prepaid mailer, send it back to the Sun Genomics Lab called Flore Laboratories, our CLIA certified laboratory. From there, you can view and review that information and track that information on your mobile app as to what the status is. You can connect with our scientific liaison if you have any questions, and we do a gut health consultation as an optional service for everybody that enrolls. And in about two weeks, which is industry leading for um, gut microbiome tests of this, this sort of detail level, we call it whole genome sequencing. And then you'll have that result presented to you on our web portal, secure web portal, uh, as well as mobile app. And shortly after, you'll receive your precision probiotics uh, delivered to your door. So it's really just a one click and then send the sample back and we take it from there. And you can engage with our scientific liaison and really try to dive into what gut health issues we can help you with. Okay, so once it's sequenced, uh, what can people learn from this analysis that they receive? It really depends on the individual. Uh, so the product can really work for anybody from, you know, as uh, you may have read, the microbiome changes over time as we evolve through our lifetime from infancy. Your microbiome looks like maybe just a few organisms and then it begins to mature and gets more static as we pass a thousand days of life and we begin to start eating solids and And then if we have chronic conditions, maybe it's IBS, maybe it's arthritis, maybe it's IBD, maybe it's even more serious autoimmune disorders or lupus or even autism. And then from there, we can understand what the objective is. And then we can sort of plot the course for what precision probiotic would best benefit that condition. And recently, scientists have now published in this last year, so this is really brand new research that there is an association between the gut and your neurobiology or your, or your brain. So the gut-brain axis has been verified to be associated. And then the gut and the immune system has now been associated as well. And so that, that really makes the gut the central point for managing these, these types of system biology issues. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And there's been so much research in recent years on the microbiome. And I feel like it's also becoming much more of of a mainstream sort of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And we love it. We we think that's really important uh, is, you know, let's, let's talk about poop. Let's talk about (laughs) our digestive system. You know, these are things that maybe 25 years ago, we might shy away from having a conversation about. And Today, I think we're getting more comfortable with it. I mean, it's, it's something we do every day. And the data from that stool sample is just being literally flushed down the toilet. And so we wanted to create a way where there's transparency of that information and then a discussion around that information. And the scientific literature has just exploded in the last five years. 
So the last five years of research related to the microbiome have published well over 100,000 scientific peer-reviewed publications. And the previous five years before that was maybe a fifth of that. Wow. Um, and so it's, it's a five times growth. And every year over those last five years, there's been an increase in the annual publications related to the microbiome. And it's touched every sector of human biology, uh, which is to me just fascinating. This used to be a, you know, a microbiologist world, right? Plating microbes in a Petri dish and, and, <laughs> and trying to identify colonies and, and their morphology. It is now in every area of science. If you're an internal medicine doctor, if you're a gastroenterologist, if you're a functional medicine doctor, if you are just doing research on neurobiology, you are studying the microbiome. And uh, that to me is fascinating. And it just shows the, the power and the importance of microbiome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just thinking about a scientist, you know, they have these results in their hand. They're looking it over, uh, not knowing anything about the person who sent in this stool sample, but they're looking at these results and formulating a probiotic. Looking at these results, what can they find out? What would they know about a person just based on these results alone? Yeah, there's several things that we can learn from just these types of results. One, energy production from the gut system. There are certain microbes like acromantia, mucinophilia, that can take the hydrogen produced from either the body or other microbes and generate methane, which in that process, it creates a byproduct of energy or NAD that your Krebs cycle can utilize. And so having high levels of acromantia can be beneficial. And so that might be something that a potential customer is interested in, especially if you're in sort of our performance athlete section, um, which we, we have several NFL athletes and elite athletes on the product as well. Now, if you have something more chronic or looking to resolve something like IBS or IBD, you can see where organisms like fake Halibacterium prasinutsi might be reduced. And maybe that's the reason that you have some of the colitis symptoms and inflammation because the butyrate production from fake Halibacterium is so critical to being able to resolve some of that inflammation and, and keep the gut lining intact. Um, so you can see that information firsthand in the report, and then you can actually trend and track that information. So the next time you come back for a gut test, you'll be able to see how that particular organism increased or decreased with the intervention of the precision probiotic or other diet interventions, other things that you're doing for your gut health, you'll be able to see how that changes organisms in your gut. You threw out quite a few different strains there, F-Prow and a few others. Um, how do you decide who gets what strain? How does that process work? Yeah, that's, that's the magic, but that's where software comes into play. Uh, so complicated to do sort of individually. It started just as reading scientific papers and has now grown into a more complex software algorithms and series of algorithms where we're leveraging this intense publication and literature base and able to, to curate that information and, and pull out the relevant information from high impacting studies related to probiotics and what they can do for human health. The manufacturers put out a great deal of uh, clinical trial research and, and publications themselves on these particular strains of probiotics, indicating what they could be beneficial for. Maybe it's diarrhea, maybe it's bloating, maybe it's immune stimulation. And that helps bring that sort of 
together with the literature and validates the information. And then the last component there is your information. And that's where the personalization comes into play is your gut microbiome information, as well as your health and diet information that you provide to the scientific liaison through our surveys. Now we can really triangulate this information and build the best probiotic possible using the current scientific understanding and, and the information you're providing. Sunny, I know you were quoted as saying we are building the world's largest longitudinal data set to better understand gut health. Is that kind of what you're referring to? Yeah, that's and I would I could I could update that to say we have built at this point the largest longitudinal uh, whole genome microbiome data set. I don't think anyone has tracked and trended as many individuals as we have. And we've now been in operation since 2016. We have thousands of monthly active subscribers and soon we'll be approaching tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands in the next two years. That data actually is really, really helpful to advancing the field of science. And so if you're an individual that's sort of on the fence about, well, I don't know if that data is gonna help me. There's really an underlying movement here that we are creating with scientists and others in the community to build this data set so that we can truly understand the variability in the human population from the gut microbiome, and then use that to actually drive real solutions and create something that can help people and make that impact. Because we know that 70 million Americans suffer from gut health issues every year, and and we want that number to come down and, and be more preventative about our health. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was going to ask, what does that data set mean? But it's a big deal for personalized health and probiotics. Yeah, we're learning so much from a perspective of diet, the influence of diet that people have and their gut microbiome. What are the good types of diets, whether it be, you know, how you describe your diet as keto, paleo, vegetarian. We, we see all the gut bi- microbiome profiles related to those types of diets. We guide diet. We also have recipe recommendations. Those are things that we're able to kind of create insights from as the database builds. And so that's why we've created this subscription product because it truly does improve and get better every month. Uh, we're rolling out new features into the mobile app, we're rolling out more educational information, all because of that community-based gathering of this, this microbiome information. Now completely de-identified and separated from the individual. So there's really no tracing back to the individuals, but as an aggregate, it's really helpful to take a look at that information. And I know you have your data set, but do you ever hear from users? And and if so, what have they been saying? Yeah, we have uh, review systems and people can go on uh, Trustpilot and review us and, and read up on reviews. We also have people and individuals that just reach out to us directly via email. Uh, Most recently, we launched an autism study uh, with some of the leading researchers in autism research at ASU, Dr. Rosie Crudge-Malnick-Brown and Dr. Jim Adams, that have shown that a MTT uh, or microbiota transfer therapy can actually bring down and reduce the symptoms of ASD and persist for several years. Some of the most landmark research in autism uh, I've ever seen. And we have customers uh, with children that are autistic or young adults that are autistic. And we've had one amazing testimonial from a parent that just came in that said that their child went from nonverbal to verbal 
which just blew my mind away and, and melted my heart as well. I just was amazed how impactful something like this could truly be. And, and it was kind of beyond my expectations. Now it's anecdotal information, right? This is an N of one, but that's really where this this journey started. It started with my son having GI symptoms and he was an N of one. And now I'm seeing that N of one replicated across our customer base. And we have a 90% uh, positive outcome rate with the product. And so there's something here. And I think that's one of the biggest testimonials we've received recently. Um, But there's amazing ones on Trustpilot that you can review about how people were on the, on the, um, fence about trying a, a probiotic or they were dragging their feet on probiotics or they, they thought they wouldn't work. And then they felt noticeably better after the first week of use and it fixed their gut. And even after visiting countless doctors, others have said um, they really liked the personalized aspect of the product and others that have more chronic conditions indicate no bloating or no IBS symptoms and no need for Imodium. So we are uh, so happy and blessed to be able to provide uh, this product that is really helping, really helping people. Yeah, that has to be a really good feeling. Uh, You were referring to your partnership with Arizona State University Autism and Asperger's Research Program. Yeah, there, there really has been a growing focus on the role of gut microbes in social brain function. Yeah, the gut-brain access is something that I think in the last two years has been verified, that there is a connection. And we believe that connection begins inside of the intestinal tract and the lining there. There's that mucin layer, and then you have your epithelial cells. And then right on the other side of the lumen or the middle of your intestinal tract is the GALT or the gut-associated lymphoid tissue or malt or mucus-associated lymphoid tissue. And then there's connections and communication. I, ca- I call them, there's like a text message system basically across that barrier. There's, there's little signals that are coming and then they're being received and then they're sending the message up somewhere else. And these little signals are called neurotransmitters. Things like serotonin are actually released into the gut, which is a neurotransmitter. And that amount of serotonin is actually now being looked at as like, is that the signal that is reaching the, the brain access? Um, if you have reduced serotonin or, or is it GABA, which has also been implicated or is it, or is it some other mood related uh, neurotransmitter like dopamine? I think we're starting to understand those mechanisms, but the association's already been in, uh, verified through the scientific community, which is super exciting. Yeah, the gut truly is your second brain. Yeah, who would have thought uh, 10 years ago that we had a second part of us? Uh, you know, there are trillions of human cells that make up our, our human self. And we've been so intently focused on understanding human genetics and genomics, rightfully so, because that understands our, our sort of blueprint of variation. But now, uh, it, now we understand that, oh, wait, there's actually an equal number of microbial cells inside of our body that we host. And all of those so there's trillions of microbial cells and so if you if you think about it they have an equal say in what our body does they're they're communicating and 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 they're sending out uh, metabolites and and those are interacting with our human self so we need to understand what's happening at the communication level between uh, the host us or ourselves and these, this microbial population that's going to be ongoing for the next couple decades but certainly a great place to start is doing good healthy things for your gut Mm -hmm. microbiome. 
Yeah, we've come so far. Like you said, just in the past decade, it kind of makes you wonder where we will be at 10 years from now. Yeah, I dream about it. Well, I have, <laughs> I have some ideas, but uh, we, we don't always know for sure. I can say that it does take about 10 years for things to get clinically adopted uh, when a new technology and a new test kind of comes to the market. I worked for uh, Lumina for seven years and was fortunate enough to be the first clinical lab scientist to sequence a human clinical genome in a, in a CLIA-CAP certified lab. From there, that was in 2009, uh, it did take you know a fair amount of time before we saw an insurance provider be able to reimburse that and that we could go get that done. Uh, human genome sequencing is a part of critical care for unknown uh, diagnosed diseases. And so I think the microbiome is going to need that same sort of lead time. We're about five years in, I'd say, since launch. So another five years, we should see this as standard of care. Every child born will be receiving a microbiome analysis, and they'll probably be staged every three weeks or a month at your checkups, you'll be receiving microbiome analysis. And that will be really important in understanding where your microbiome is sort of faded, right? They say the first thousand days of life are so critical to, to your gut microbiome maturing, and that's where it kind of gets locked in and, and it becomes harder to change and, and modulate. That's, I believe, where things are really going to pick up in the next five years. Yeah, I sure hope so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they built this core technology on the sequencer that has just created um, a lot of opportunity for understanding biomarkers about ourselves and microbes that we have never been able to analyze before without this type of instrumentation. So it is a super exciting time. Definitely. What's on the horizon for Sun Genomics? Is there anything that you're working on right now? Updates, anything that you want to share with us? We just released a COVID stool test and take a second to explain that. SARS-CoV-2 virus is the one that infects our uh, airway system uh, that we're dealing with in this pandemic, also known as the coronavirus. And millions of people in the United States have been infected. And there's, there's a group that have recovered now, about 10 million people have recovered from the infection. And if you go to Facebook or if you go to uh, any forum related to health, you'll start to see this group of individuals we're, we're calling survivors those that have been infected and are surviving uh, afterwards with managing other chronic conditions, really looking for solutions. And we wanted to design something and create something that could help that group of people uh, because we know people are continuing to suffer even post-infection. And what scientists have now found is that same virus, SARS-CoV-2, has receptors, the ACE uh, receptor, the angiotensin converting enzyme receptor two, inside of the intestinal tract. So it can infect the intestinal tract as well. And it's, it's actually been found that there is live SARS-CoV-2 virus inside of the intestinal tract. And it can have implications to the severity of COVID infection, meaning you might need to be on a ventilator or that you may have a higher risk of uh, having severe complications when infected. And so knowing if you have SARS-CoV-2 in your stool is really important. And it also lasts in, in your stool system, in your body, a lot longer than it can be detected from the respiratory sample. So in the first three to four days of infection from a respiratory standpoint, 
you may not detect it in stool or you may show up actually negative on your respiratory sample and you cleared the COVID virus, but then it actually is living inside of uh, your intestinal tract and stays for up to 30 days. Could mean several things. It could mean that you're still contagious. It could mean that you have some risks of GI issues. And uh, we have seen uh, from testimonials on the survivor groups that uh, people benefit from analyzing the gut microbiome and then understanding what they can do to get that microbiome fixed and more aligned so that they can recover from these type of what they're calling long hauler syndromes. Mm -hmm. You brought up so many good points. I mean, you got to think about it. So maybe you're not contagious anymore. You're cleared to go to work. You're cleared to go out in public, but you use a public restroom, right? You flush the toilet. Think about how that infection could still spread. Exactly. And, um, you know, not to not to scare people from public restrooms, but uh, we we do know there's a cloud, there's a plume that gets created. And, mm-hmm. and, and just like there are respiratory droplets that come out of mouths, there are droplets that come from toilets. And so we just need to be mindful that those things are there in our current environment. And we wanted to create solutions around that. Uh, and so we've created these two solutions. One is fluoride defense, which is a scientifically and rationally designed Uh, probiotic with three ingredients in active clinical trials related to reducing the the transmission and binding of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. And so we put those ingredients as well as fortified it with probiotics that stimulate uh, the immune system or T cells that are important in that first line of defense. Um, That's something that, you know, anyone can take as they're trying to return back to work and want to feel a little bit more protected. And the other is if, if you're concerned and you're having GI issues, we're calling the fluoride COVID-19 stool test, but it's really detecting the SARS-CoV-2 virus or the coronavirus. Let's see if it's there. And that only takes three days versus the two weeks for the full microbiome. And both have been implicated in, in causing issues long-term for those that are infected. So we wanted to do something that is very relevant and helpful for the times that we're in. Yeah. A lot of people think of COVID-19 as strictly a respiratory disease, but it does impact the gut. So certainly a lot of great things to keep in mind. Sunny Jane, CEO of Sun Genomics, thank you so much for coming on the NutriCast today. It was a pleasure speaking with you. Pleasure speaking with you as well, Danielle. Appreciate it. If you like what you just heard, you can subscribe to the NutriCast on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also head to NutraIngredients-USA.com for even more Nutra-related content. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm Danielle Masterson. As always, I'll catch you here on the NutriCast next week.